well, yeah, this guy can run really long, swim really long, and bike really long, but can he lift something heavy? Could he, if there was a fire, could he pick something up? Uh, could he pick someone up and carry them to safety? Maybe, maybe not. So the other part of it that I was talking about is, is individualizing it to, to whoever I'm talking to. So if I'm talking to you, Richard, I know that as a physical therapist doing hands-on work, um, you know, are you able to perform that? So we would look at what is your fitness for that? Um, if I'm talking to a farmer, what is their fitness for doing farm work, picking things up? Uh, you know, uh, I don't I don't know a lot about farm work, to be honest, but I, I shouldn't have that example. But yeah, talking about the individual demands of that fitness, and then the, the last component of it is the longevity. And welcome to Move Evolution's Heal, Move, and Evolve podcast, where we discuss everything about the pain, injury, movement competency, and performance of the athlete fitness enthusiast, musician, performing artist, anyone who moves for a living and lives to move. My name is Richard Simister. I am owner of Move Evolution Physical Therapy. I am a physical therapist, sports and conditioning specialist. What we've got here is failure to communicate. Americans love a winner and will not tolerate a loser. My mission is to problem solve, provide you with valuable information, and to bring you that much closer towards your life, fitness, and goals. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. From strength to sex, to psychedelics. We discuss anything and everything that has to do with your overall physical wellness. Heal, move, evolve. Welcome to Move Evolution's Heal, Move, and Evolve podcast. In this podcast, I speak with Dr. Bo Babanko from FitCare Physio, and we try our best to define fitness. Check it out. Heal, Move, and Evolve. Good morning, Dr. Bo Babenko. How are you? It's morning, your time, afternoon, our time. How are you? Doing well. Enjoying the California sunshine. It's raining here. A monsoon is expected later here in Brooklyn, New York. As per usual. <laughs> As, As per you... 2020. <laughs> so 2020, the mother nature is on crack and I don't know what to expect. We don't know what to expect. Um, okay, this is the um, first try, first trial of our 15 minutes of fitness. And as you know, a few days ago, I had a conversation with your lovely wife and doctor, Dr. Maha, 
and we were talking about um, the relationship or, uh, between the aversion of sex and exercise. Great podcast. And I mentioned you in the podcast because I told her that you and I were trying to come up with a working, functional, simplified definition of fitness. And over the last few weeks, I just did a little research to see what was out there as far as definitions, and there is no consensus. Most um, uh, def definitions rely on a sort of an athletic definition, talking about you know, uh, balanced strength, flexibility, power, speed, endurance. So they take this sort of, again, athletic perspective. And even the podcast that you shared a few weeks ago that I really love, these two smart guys breaking down athletic fitness by movement competency, confidence, and then knowledge and, knowledge and understanding. I really like that. But you and I have a sort of different approach or perspective when we think about fitness and you and I have more of a, uh, uh, I like to use this Darwinian approach, think, thinking about fitness to, uh, as far as life fitness or survival fitness. So um, if we're going to have a conversation with our clients, with our target audience, with whomever about fitness, we have to have a really solid, solid definition. So I wanted to ask you, Bo, how do you, and this may be a general question, how do you define fitness to your clients? How do I define it? I like to go off of the CrossFit definition that talks about the ability to do work over, and they, they convolute it a little bit, but it does, I feel, give it a, a better answer to say uh, work capacity over broad time and modal domains. So basically, who can do more work in more ways? So just because you can one or two types of really good work. So if a triathlete is named the fittest athlete on earth, um, you know, we, CrossFit basically took, took, uh, took an issue with that. So they said, well, yeah, this guy can run really long, swim really long and bike really long, but can he lift something heavy? Could he, if there was a fire, could he pick something up? Uh, could he pick someone up and carry them to safety? Maybe, maybe not. But, but yeah, so I talk about these, this bigger concept of fitness and already we're getting into uh, defining it a little bit trickier. I did want to, um, I did have it pulled up while we're talking. Uh, the American College of Medicine actually defines fitness as a set of attributes that people have or achieve that relates to the ability to perform physical activity. So it's very kind of generic and ambiguous. And, and that's one reason that I like the CrossFit definition a little bit better. It's much more measurable. We can say like, hey, how fast is your 5K? How, how good is your 2K row? How much weight can you deadlift? for one rep, for 10 reps over the course of a day. Um, that ultimately is, is kind of what fitness is. And then the last bit I'll finish off with here is saying it comes back to speaking to my physical therapy. Um, and, and also you, looking- You just froze for about so five you, seconds. Can you, know, you repeat are you planning that? To the, oh. So the other part of it that I was talking about is, is individualizing it to, to whoever I'm talking to. So if I'm talking to you, Richard, I know that as a physical therapist doing hands-on work, um, you know, are you able to perform that? So we would look at what is your fitness for that? Um, if I'm talking to a farmer, what is their fitness for doing farm work, picking things up? Uh, you know, uh, I, don't, I don't know a lot about farm work, to be honest, but I, I shouldn't have chosen that example. <laughs> But yeah, talking about the individual demands of that fitness. And then the, the last component of it, 
is the longevity. So again, to your, to you, Richard, I'd say 10 years from now, 20 years from now, do you plan to still be doing body work? If so, you know, how do we look at that and make sure you have the capacity to, to do that? That's a good definition. It's a, it's a long definition. I understand your definition. And I like that you're talking about uh, life skills. I'm going to simplify that on my end is um, um, being able to perform work, life, or play without um, overloading or injuring the body. I just want to add that because we didn't talk too much about stress or overload during or after your performance. Um, do you talk about when you talk, when you're defining fitness, do you, do you talk about um, being able to perform without straining, stressing, overloading the body, or are you talking more about capacity and capacity over time? Yeah, I, again, I, I try to minimize the convolutedness of it all. Um, <laughs> so it does, we can get very, very nuanced with it. You mentioned like the 10 general physical skills. So it's, it's not just athletic necessarily. When we're talking about physical fitness, um, mm -hmm. I do think it's good to, to have that model to look at agility, balance, coordination, endurance, flexibility, strength, speed, power, stamina, how we define all of these components. Um, being able to rank them is the hard part. So being yes. able to say like how 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 good is your endurance? Um, you know, there there's ways we can look at that. If you kind of get winded going up a flight of stairs, um, does that mean you're not fit? Does that mean you're you don't have good endurance? Um, we do have gold standards within research that that again, even though it's a gold standard, uh, doesn't mean it's perfect. Uh, you know, the VO2 max test is is a is a good measure of that that has been very highly correlated to longevity to quality of life so there are things that we can look at that that um i think we, we continue to have these conversations and say like what is worthwhile in in assessing people we're working with mm -hmm. and, and having these conversations and at the end of the day i'll do, again i'll try to sum it up by saying i need to have that conversation with you yeah if you if you got through your day as a physical therapist working on six clients or, or what have you but then you're pretty beat up and and you're you know you're, you're hardly able to get out of bed the next day that's not necessarily great fitness. Do you, do you consider yourself fit? And I'm asking, this, I'm asking this for a reason because I want you to explain to the audience why you consider yourself fit and what components you're looking at to measure yourself. And as far as being able to measure fitness, I think that would be a, um, a follow-up uh, podcast. But Bo, do you consider yourself fit and why? So... Again, it comes to, to our definition and what the, the context of that question or conversation is. It's the, the kind of reminds me of the dad joke uh, that I hear a lot of people say of, um, oh, I'm in shape. Round is a shape. Um, <laughs> you know, so um, again, am I fit? I, I think, again, if we have a better understanding and one of my favorite ways to look at that is the, the kind of curve um, of sickness, wellness, and fitness. So under that curve is how much capacity do you have? So uh, if, if you have all these skills that we, we know about, whether it's lifting, certain th lifting a certain amount of weight, lifting for a certain period of time, um, again, being able to endure and, and carry on things, going for a seven-hour hike or what have you. So the more fitness we have under that, that we can continue to add concepts. And we have correlates to this. So when we look at blood pressure, cholesterol, things like that, that correlates. To that fitness but they're not necessarily saying like hey your cholesterol is really good that means you should be able to again go on a seven hour hike with a 40 pound rucksack 
Um, but yeah, but under that curve, the further away from sickness I am, the healthier I should be. Um, that, that wellness component means, again, I'm, I'm living a pretty good life. And then fitness is more on that athletic side, performance side. But the further towards that performance side we go, the better. So am I fit? I, I'd like to think so. I think I, I, I try to work out about 30 minutes a day every day. Um, I try to bury things up. Um, you know, the other day I went and I hit some baseballs um, and I chased down my balls because I was playing by myself. Um, so, but, but, but it, it, yeah, <laughs> good way to get your cardio in. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so again, but it's having those skills, you know, am I able to jump on a set of gymnastics rings and, and kind of play around on that? Am I able to do a handstand? Um, you know, all these different things. I think that's to be, the short answer is yes. I feel like I'm, I'm pretty fit. I can, you know, we can again compare to, uh, our cohort. So I'm a 36 year old guy. Um, so again, I, I would say I'm, I'm definitely in a high percentage looking at our population of fitness. Uh, I look at my classmates, I look at, at a lot of folks and, and I'm definitely fitter in a lot of the kind of, there's the, the, the societal way we define it. And then also kind of the scientific way we define it. And I do feel like, uh, again, those are good things to understand. Uh, so, you know, if you're at a, at a dinner party and you're talking about fitness, sure. Someone's going to see my, my muscles or something popping out of my shirt. Um, you know, that they'll be like, wow, you must work out. You look like you're really fit. You look physically fit. (laughs) (laughs) I would like very much to have a follow-up to this because you mentioned something very important. Well, two, a few things when assessing fitness at that curve, you mentioned like your vitals, your, um, you know, your, your heart rate, blood pressure, your blood work anyways. And you also mentioned, um, your general health, if you have any, um, uh, underlying symptoms or uh, uh, health-related issues, I would like to have uh, a follow-up podcast on how you and I measure fitness, even though you and I are still working on building that system. But I think it would be a nice follow-up after how we uh, after we, we spoke about how we define fitness is how we measure fitness. So I appreciate your time, but uh, if this, how would you like to summarize? If, is there anything you would like to say as far as, hey, folks, how do you know if you're fit? Look at these components. Yeah, I think the best thing to do is to work with a coach who can have that conversation with you. That coach could be a physical therapist, could be a personal trainer, uh, could be a strength and conditioning coach. Um, and and kind of you have to go with their system because there is no one great system at this point. Um, I think, again, we're, we're trying to develop our own versions of it right now. If we were to work together, I ha- I'm actually going to assess a local gym owner here uh, today. Again, he's already very fit but I'm looking at his, you know, shoulder mobility and things like that. So I think at this point, you know, we, the best uh, advice I have is to find a system, just like any diet, you know, I can't say this diet is better than that diet. Keto is better than paleo and mm-hmm. better than vegan. Uh, it's really what you, what you stick to, what makes sense for you. So if you're vegan because of, of ethics and, and again, you had your blood work done and you have a team kind of thing. So at the end of the day, uh, you know, that, that might be the right thing for you. Uh, so it takes a village, I guess. You, it's hard to do this stuff on your own unless you're, you're, you know, you're doing doctoral level work <laughs> on, on the concept of fitness. So, you know, as, as a human, as a person with a family, as a person with a job, as a person with other things going on in your life, you want to go fishing. Um, if you have an understanding of this concept, you want just like you go, you know, work with a person who specializes in this, who has these conversations, who's exploring these concepts. Um, and, and can help you understand it and work towards, at the end of the day, doing more of the things you love to do. Excellent. And I would like to add to that the, um, the fitness is individualized. So what's fit for Bo 
uh, or is, what's a fit level for bow may be different for someone else, like a farmer, like a crossfitter. So when you do find that coach, it's really important that you, you, you explain to that coach what you need to do because it's all about, um, about performance. It's about moving, doing what you need to do and uh, building your capacity and not incurring any injury. Anything yeah, else? You, 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 yeah, you talked about drum fit. You know, I know when you started this podcast, um, you talked about drum fit as, as a, mm-hmm. a kind of uh, groundwork, foundational component to that. And I, again, I would, overall fitness would allow me to jump in. I might not have the best rhythm right now, um, but I'd be able to physically sit there and, and you know, engage. But it is a, a unique uh, demand that I just haven't trained for. So could I do it? Uh, probably. Would I last a week in, in that practice? Probably not. So how drum fit am I? I'm probably not very drum fit right now. Um, you know, <laughs> am I family fit? No, I don't, I don't have any kids. If I had to take, you know, and, and, and watch over, you know, two, two kids under the age of one right now, I, I don't know what that would look like <laughs> for me. Again, I'd like to think that my overall fitness would allow me to do better at it. But it's also the stress levels, the stress mitigation. I know in your definition of overall health, uh, we talk about stress as a management as a component of that. So it all plays together. And again, it's, it's having that conversation to your point of that individualization, having a coach um, and being able to, to look at all of these concepts, start to break them down and make them usable for you on a day-to-day basis. So right on. Bo. Yeah. There, there, it's just a conversation that I think is going to keep going. And 20 years from now, we'll, we'll still be having this conversation, I think. <laughs> and they will, they will be using us as a resource because we're, we're both so brilliant. <laughs> All right, Bo, thank you so much for this 15. Well, actually went to 20, but that's okay. Uh, great information, <laughs> great information. Yeah, we did go over, but we have a lot more to talk about. And hey, enjoy your evaluation with the uh, gym owner today, and I will talk to you soon. We out too. And thank you for listening to our Move Evolution Heal, Move, Evolve podcast. Did you like this episode? Then please help us grow, rate, and review us. And if you would like more great life fitness content, check us out at moveevolution.com. Heal, Move, Evolve. Yeah, yeah, yeah.